Welcome back to Highly Suspect, a Star Wars story by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host and game master, Ben Frisch, and thank you for joining us. Welcome back, boys. Hey. Hey. Yo. So, do we have anything about the last episode we need to discuss, or just jump right into a recap? Recap it. Let's recap it. So, in the last episode, you guys made a inventory list of all your items we talked about going forward you guys will have to tell me what you're taking out on a mission you guys use the coordinates to find the guest you mistook his chagrin bodyguard uh, as the guest and embarrassed yourselves immensely you found out how much information they actually have on you and you guys asked him a question i believe yeah, it was uh, how to defeat Karana's battle station. It was how to defeat Nola's battle station, Dua. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you guys asked him that question. Uh, if you'll remember, he was in a Balian class freighter, and it was just filled with droids. So cool. Oh, yeah, and he fixed our ship, didn't he? Uh, all those droids did, just because yeah. they don't often... <laughs> They were bored. They were bored. They're super nice. <laughs> it was an affront to how nice their ship looked. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's what Destiny points do. And it is now graphite and blue. Yeah, I believe it is, is graphite true? and blue. Unfortunately, it is do graphite it and blue. Yeah. Well, All right. everyone needs to just change their colors then. Yeah. Yeah. Can I be green now? No. <laughs> I may do a. I decide how he <laughs> how he looks and how he's played. Then I'm so sorry. You're a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then uh, the guest gave you a T3 unit, who is going to guide you to Outpost Zesh, a uh, old Republic Mandalorian listening post. Sick. And there you are looking for the Ductavis Holocron. Pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> Uh, quick question. I know we made that joke about Dua not getting the Force thing at the end of the last one, but mm-hmm. Garrick, you were freaking out. Did was Garrick able to understand what Absolutely happened? Absolutely not. No way, no how. Yeah, I think it was just a, such an awkward situation. You wouldn't. Uh... Yeah, Garrick was freaking out at how awkward Dua was. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's not every day that you get to go meet a mysterious man who has a mysterious name on a mysterious ship full of droids and a giant and automatic doors. I think you need to hang out with us longer before you can make those kind of statements. Okay, so we start um, right after your ship departed and the Balian class heavy freighter that belongs to the guests just went into hyperspace and you're just kind of left there out in the void and we cut to... You guys, the three of you, just staring at this T3 unit as he's kind of sliding around and just being very curious about your ship, poking into different areas and trying to open up doors and whatnot. Oh, God, does he find little Movac? <laughs> he does. The door slides open. He sees the bird, and the bird squaws at him, and he just closes it and moves on. <laughs> Good answer. Well, he handled that much better than I did. But, yeah, you guys are just standing there watching him. What do you think it does? I have to assume that it's going to help us access the base that we're going to. I uh, I ask it, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> it is in the middle of using one of its droid arms to pull open a drawer, and its head just turns around to look at you. 
Guide to what? I look at Dua and <laughs> and Cass. Dua just lifts both his hands up like, I got nothing. <laughs> and then I just hand you. Garrick a little cap of liquor. I I shoot it and I, I ask, uh, is the holocron related to your master? So we're finding him first. And he will guide us to the holocron? Don't don't be so negative about the poor guy. <laughs> A pile of bones. <laughs> so we find your thousand-year-old master's pile of bones and look for clues. Oh, okay. You might be oversimplifying there, but where do we start looking for this pile of bones? All right, Cass, you take over. It's your department. And I'll walk back to the cockpit. I go with Garrick. I say we head that way. As they walk away and no one listens to me. (laughs) (laughs) The droid rolls up to you. I, I think this is just stuff that I've collected. The only thing that I've had really is this chest plate. You could say that. I like to think that I'm a thief. What's your angle, droid? (laughs) Anyway, what do you want to know about the Mandalorian? Why did you ask this question? True. Is there anything that I should know before I go there? You are. But you might have some intel. You spy on us. All right. Well, at least you're more honest than the last spy that we had. Well, Droid, I guess we should go about our business then. And he rolls up to the cockpit. (laughs) Just pull a Commander Shepard. I should go. I should go now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to follow the thing to the cockpit and be like, guys, this droid is terrible at conversations. Uh, before they get there, I think when Dua and I went up there, I, I was just gonna ask him. So, uh, so the guest, huh? How do you uh, um, how do you feel about that? I mean, it was pretty impressive of a setup, that's for sure. Um, I oh, I, shit. I got a bit flustered there, and the I think I might have embarrassed <laughs> myself a little bit, but oh no! At least I wasn't flying in circles trying to turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but the mission are you are are you okay working with us towards um towards finding Nola and a, a way to defeat him for now? You seem like uh, you had something to 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 get to. Well, I mean, between the guests, the two of you, or at least I believe you, like know what happened to my brother, and I. I want to make sure that's finished. Yeah. You'll help me with that, right? Yes. And I turn around. (laughs) (laughs) For the record, it's because I think the most helpful thing Garrett could do right now is say, your brother's dead. 
and it's your fault and it's over but he's not going to say that <laughs> so he's gonna turn around <laughs> and face out into space that's brutal <laughs> Garrett social skills grew three times that day <laughs> yeah what if you and this droid talked that'd be awful <laughs> but um, Cass what you can kind of infer from what the droid was saying is that the guest doesn't trust people enough um, to use actual human contacts. So he could have a legion of droids scattered throughout the galaxy that he uses as a way to keep tabs on people and spy and watch. Okay, so it's just like, you know, you never know what droid could be spying on you or not. Exactly. Okay. It's like that subplot from the IG-88 short story. (laughs) No, because I didn't read it, so it's nothing, it's nothing <laughs> so like it's exactly that. different. <laughs> so the T3 unit rolls up. He uh, plugs into the hyperdrive without asking, and then your ship immediately goes into hyperspace. A little what bit a of warning dick. next time. <laughs> I'll uh, throw a wrench at him or something comical like that. It hits him, and his head just swivels to you. Dua reaches over to Garrick and goes, hey, don't hurt the droid. Remember what the guest said. Well, not the guest. His pilot! And I point to myself, and then I'll point to Dua, and I'll go, go pilot! Face! And I point to Cass. Hey. And then, uh, passenger! And I point to him. To the T3. Do you often throw wrenches at passengers? Quite. <laughs> That's not how it works. You don't get to assign yourself a rank just because you're here. Who died and made you pilot? Did you just say that to me, Dua? Dua says it under his breath a little bit, but I assume you hear it because you have bad ears. <laughs> I throw a wrench at him. <laughs> God damn it. All right, I'm... Eric. Uh, enough throwing wrenches at everyone. <laughs> Where do you get all these wrenches to? <laughs> it's a set. It's a set. Look, I'm. Uh, I appreciate you being here, Droid, and we have massive respect for the guest, and we will use you. But you can't override what we're doing. We have a dynamic, and we'll find a spot for you. Do a how dare you? And I turn back around. <laughs> <laughs> Do a huffs and crosses his arms. <laughs> <laughs> He's not my leader. And then turns back around and crosses his arms twice as hard. <laughs> and then he swivels his head around, looks at Cass, and says, um, Watch it, droid. The droid is an shit. SPY. I look at him confusedly. But a worse liar than Karana. Oh. I also have sneaking suspicions that this isn't the first one we're going to run into. I think Garrick is just sitting here um, mulling it over in his head. The fact that the droid is, in fact, an SPY, which (laughs) Garrick now thinks is a synonym for spy. Um, (laughs) Spy? I don't think Garrick's illiterate. I just don't think he thought it through. The droid looks at you and just says... No, name them. 
<laughs> That'll be a great way to spend the next two hours. <laughs> he starts to ramble off every language he can uh, understand and spell in. As he's rambling, I wave Cass over to me. What's that, man? We, family meeting, and, and we get into a huddle. All while the droid is still in the cockpit naming every, every, <laughs> every language he can every understand. He can, no, spell in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How upset would the guest be if we tossed a restraining bolt on the T3 I'm unit? Incredibly upset. I mean, he told us that no harm should come to it. And it's I, key to get into I, the facility. I, I mean, does a restraining bolt really hurt it? Exactly. I, Honestly, I think there's times that I yes. could use a restraining bolt. Plus, you well, heard that's him. That's disgusting. <laughs> you shouldn't talk like that. He called me a drunk. All right. No comment. <laughs> do a, we won't do it. And I wink at Cass. And I wink, but in my helmet so he can't see it. And then I feel stupid. <laughs> Do uh, do you want to do a perception check to see if you noticed my wink? You did, by the way. Uh, you couldn't fail this. <laughs> Got big eyes. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> going to try to stop you if you try to do it. <laughs> I'm going to walk back into the cockpit and I'm going to go, hey, droid. He stops and he swivels his head back to look at you. What number of languages are you on right now? <laughs> Keep going. I think uh, uh, Garrick is is looking for the next opportunity to get a restraining bolt. This is to help the guest, by the way. This is making our mission more efficient. Yeah. This is not a spy measure. He can keep reporting on us. I'm cool with that. But fuck. <laughs> this is why we don't let Ben do NPCs anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so he's still counting. Do you want to go look through the ship for a restraining bolt? Not yet. Okay. That's just something Garrick's got on his mind to look for and, and do his room or something later. Okay. He's just going to keep on counting while you guys are flying there. <laughs> Piece of shit. Oh, my God. Um, And we, we just, we got the coordinates from the guest, but he just overrode us, right? He just, or he, he had him. He so had him. He just, he just worked. plugged in and just shot you off into space. I mean, fuck. If he's pilot now, then I'm going to go hang out with Movak. <laughs> Whatever. So you go get some private time with Movak. Yeah. I, I lay I'm going to stay back. in the cockpit to make on sure my... that nothing goes bad. <laughs> Good call. Good call. So after a few hours in space uh, with everyone getting some private time, a notification dings shipwide as you come out of hyperspace to your destination. I'll walk back to the cockpit when I hear us drop out of hyperspace. Garrick, you walk up to the cockpit and look out to see your ship uh, sitting on the outside of a very large and expansive asteroid field with a star very close by. T3 swivels his head and greets you. I get into the pilot's chair to land it. I, I, oh God. He says it's not necessary, and then I take a swig. I look at the droid, and I, I look at Cass, and I, 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 <laughs> I release the controls. <laughs> and let and do you it. see the controls moving for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to take it in. 
and you start to weave in and out of, of the asteroid belt. And sitting smack dab in the middle of the asteroid field, you see a small space station with a yellow particle shield surrounding it. And you can see asteroids sort of bouncing off of the particle shield, but your ship seems to pass through it with no problem as you approach the front-facing hangar. Does this seem like we're expected to comment anyone? Are we getting any transmissions or anything? There's no yeah, can transmissions I scan it? up. Yeah, you can scan it. I'd like to do that. Well, give me a check that you think would be appropriate. Uh, computers? Sure. And how difficult? Go ahead and do it against uh, two difficulty. Actually, what are you scanning for first? Um, power, signs of life, uh, just seeing if it's active at all. Okay, yeah, two will work. <laughs> two advantages. Fuck. <laughs> all right, go do it. This is supposed to be my bag. Um, well, the scans come up, and uh, the droid looks at you. College shaking his head in anger. He's like red. He's so mad. <laughs> That's a sunburn. God okay. damn it. <laughs> I'm not angry. <laughs> we're going to kill this goddamn fucking droid. I know it. I know we're going to. I don't. Garrick didn't even want to be the pilot. It was just because he has a high agility. That's the only reason he took the pilot's chair. But now that it's being taken away. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Dua turns to the droid and says, Well, it looked like you were busy flying, so I didn't want to bother you. Thank you. Are there any passwords or anything that we need to know, droid? <laughs> and the, ah! the ship approaches. The son of a bitch! And the hangar bay doors slide um, horizontally and open up and your ship lands. Garrick is already walking out of the cockpit. Not that we would need to know. <laughs> See, this is the benefit of playing with people that you've known your entire life is that you just know exactly how to piss them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I uh, Garrick goes to Dua's room to start searching for a restraining bolt. You're just like throwing clothes and yeah, things exactly. out of like where the hell <laughs> Which is Which I probably it? only have like one set of clothes since now I've got right. the steel skin. <laughs> I'm throwing one jacket over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing in there. <laughs> well, you uh, you just find one of Karana's old droid like... Oh, right. He was building you, droids. He attempted many times. Yeah. I'm surprised he left it. You just find one. You, you see a restraining bolt. You pop it off. What do you want to do with it? I'm going to put it in my secret pocket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've probably got one of those by now. It's not on my, uh, you my have a talent whole, tree. You have oh, a whole... Oh, put it in my utility belt. Yeah. Yeah. You can just use your utility belt. I can just pull another droid out of there. Yeah. To kill this one. Oh. I'll put it in a side pocket of my utility belt. I never open the main pocket unless I'm about to die. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I pocket the restraining bolt, ready to use it whenever he is no longer useful to me. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that Cass likes the droid. He seems <laughs> all right. He's just a terrible conversationalist. You just wanted a drinking buddy. <laughs> well, you don't do very good at that. By oh, way, and now that we have landed, uh, go ahead and roll your force and destiny die. Nice. 
One dark side. If I get two light side, the droid malfunctions. Bad motivator. Okay. Damn it. One light side. One dark side. One dark side. So I have three dark side, and Cass has one light side. Very fun. So as soon as you land, the uh, <laughs> the T3 unit lowers the uh, loading ramp, and he just kind of pushes past all of you and goes down into the base with his uh, flashlight on. And if you guys follow him, if you, if you want to follow him, or if you want to talk shit more. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dua rushes to grab his blaster and sword from <laughs> the weapons locker. Are we keeping everything in there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. You guys have to tell me what you're going to take with you. Right. right. Yep. I'm just like sprinting to catch up to the droid. He's going, wait, wait, hang on. And then cut back to you boys grabbing your many things. I'm going to grab my, just the, the dragon eye and the slug thrower, the ornate cool. pistol. I'm going to grab the Nova Viper and then I have the shot glove and the rocket thing on my arm. So that's still just there. Cool. Oh, and stim packs. How many and the stim, stim packs? packs are also on my arms. I'm taking two traditional stim packs. Cool. And a pack of stim sticks. The way God intended them to be used. Listen, it was a <laughs> weird situation that led me to making darts out of these. Not like a pervert like Cass. <laughs> pervert like Cass has gotten us through a lot of little pinches, buddy. <laughs> Still pervert. A lot of little pinches here. Okay. Cass pinches us all the time. <laughs> so you guys load up. You walk down the loading ramp. And you see the T3 unit just sort of... Going from place to place, inspecting just this open hangar. And everybody give me a perception check against two difficulty and a setback die. Is it hot and arid in here, like a desert? (laughs) No. Damn it. Shit. (laughs) I've got one threat. I've got one success and two threats. (laughs) Um, I've got two successes and one threat. Is it dark? It's super dark. Oh, can I get a boost for my ultra sensory? Yeah. Or actually, could I remove the setback? Yeah. All right. It's a flat push. Flat push. <laughs> <laughs> Garrick, you did it. Also, can I remove the setback because of the helmet? Actually, yeah. Uh, Go for it. Well, I was going to say, oh. rewatching The Mandalorian, I think Cass has got to have the flashlight attachment, yeah, right? So if he sure. uses that, so, but yeah, no night I, vision. Can I remove it for using that? Um, yeah, you can either remove that or roll a blue. I'm just going to remove it. It'll do the same thing. So I got cool. two successes. Hey, look at that. Shit. No threats Somebody on you. <laughs> uh, hey, do you have anything like really cool about your character, Tim, that can help remove setback die? I already asked if it was arid and hot like a desert. So no, <laughs> it's not. Space is cold. That's, Anakin told us that space is cold. Actually, um, we are looking for someone, right? You're looking for something. Damn it. <laughs> Are we chasing it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are we still? It has a thousand it? year lead on you okay. if you were chasing it. <laughs> Damn, that guy's fast. Yeah, I think you lost. God, this is it. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so. Garrick, you just keep looking at the droid. You're not even paying attention to your surroundings. You're just 
mad looking at it, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> um, I think that's Garrett coloring his own classic. thoughts. <laughs> Tim, you got a threat, right? Yeah, success and two threats. Success and two threats. Um, well, then we'll start with Cass. Cass, I'm just going to give you a, a little layout of this room. Okay. There are six um, kind of like the an older version of the Mandalorian Fang Fighters all sitting in this hangar by your ship. And they are connected to um, to little fueling ports with terminals next to them. Um, looking around also, you see a loader chassis. I want you to picture the machine um, that Ripley fights the Xenomorph Queen with in Aliens. Okay. And it's holding Fuck. holding boxes. Um, like it's hydraulic, so like yeah. it's still holding the boxes after a thousand years. Yeah. Just set there. That's yep. so fucking cool. Ah! And it's just hanging out. <laughs> why are you it. so excited about boxes? It's like when you see construction equipment that, like, why would they just leave it holding that up? Yeah. <laughs> they can. They just can. They can it's just... not taking energy. They can just do it. It's so neat. <laughs> is this your trains, Colin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So we got we got six we got six ships, and we got uh, Ripley hydraulics holding boxes. Yeah. And then um, Dua, I'm going to say that you're immediately drawn to where the droid is, and he's looking at the ships. And um, I'm going to say with your two threats, you trip over the fueling hoses to the ship but then realize that all of them have been severed like they were sabotaged and are these like irreparably like just severed like you're saying like just on the floor like there was fuel here mm-hmm. but it's evaporated since yep okay purposely severed are they hydraulic cuz that would be cool that would be really neat <laughs> <laughs> um I know that I shouldn't, but I really want to know what's in those boxes. So I'm going to okay. jump into that mech and set those boxes down if I can. Yeah. So it creakily powers back on the front facing light sort of illuminates the room in a fluorescent yellow and you set the boxes down to open them up. And now I need to figure out what kind of fun items could be in the crate. Um, let's see. We're at a Mandalorian base. I've got most of everything, although we don't know if I have Beskar or not, and I'm sure you don't want to give me something too nice. Actually, now that you say that, that's super neat. You open it up to bricks of Beskar. Ooh. Not that you can do anything with it right now. (laughs) Sure. But well, no, you put it in your pocket and then you're invincible. Yeah, you open it up and there is a full case of we'll say enough Beskar to make a chess piece, maybe a brace. Three whistling birds. Oh yeah, you can make weapons well, out of it too. He can't. You yeah, you can't. <laughs> Obviously not. I can't even do anything functioning most of the time. But yeah, there's a, just a full case of Beskar there. Cool. You can make like 25 AA tokens out of that. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> and okay. I would know what Beskar is, right? That's a that's a thing that like it's not like I like open it up and I go, what the shit is this, right? 
Yeah, no, a lot of, I think... The way that the two guys at the very beginning, beginning. like he's like when he scratches his armor, he knows what Beskar is. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a legend of the people. Right. I was just making sure it's not so rare that I had never heard of it or anything. Yeah. Um, So, Dua, you're looking at these these cut up fuel lines. Cass has found some Beskar. And Garrick, you're following this T3 unit. And he rolls over to an empty spot in the hangar and begins to play a hollow and the hollow is life-sized it shows the t3 unit sitting in the droid compartment of an old jedi starfighter and in the hollow the cockpit of the ship opens up and out jumps out an itachi in jedi robes uh it's safe to assume this was probably the t3 unit's master and an Iktachi, if you remember, is a humanoid with very gaunt features and two bullhorns that come out of the side of its head. And the Jedi doesn't look like he's come for a fight. As the hollow plays, we see Mandalorians come up and detain him. And we see the Jedi starfighter lift off and leave the hangar as the Mandalorians are shooting at it. And you can assume that the T3 is piloting it. Okay. And he turns and looks at you. And, uh, that's where your records end. Um, I... uh, Where would they have taken him as a prisoner? Dua? Uh, yes? What can you do about getting the power on? Well, if I had to guess, I'd say that the generators or something are probably further in. Um, Is there like right. a computer console or anything nearby? Um, Give me a like, computer's I, check to see if there's something where you could almost like hotwire it. Right, like with batteries and stuff, he would be yeah. able to probably. That makes sense. Cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, how difficult? Uh, make this one against three difficulty. Has the hangar gotten any warmer? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, cool. What you got? All right, one success and two threats. Two it's threats like the are... third blank yellow that I've rolled today. Well, two threats are perfect. Um, you just... <laughs> no, they're not. You just pull a panel off, um, and you connect a few wires, and all the lights on the base turn on. And the droid rolls up to you and he goes. Yes, yeah, so, well, yeah. Systems like this I'm better with than ship scanners, I guess. You know, it's it's nothing. And he's going to plug in. <laughs> so he's an asshole, but like also motivational. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it, called false modesty. <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting for him to like compliment one of us each time. Yeah. Wait till he starts gaslighting you. <laughs> Garrick starts looking for an, the optimal spot on its head to place the restraining bolt. Now that all the lights are on, you see a door to your right and a hallway to your left. And the droid starts playing the um, the security footage and you see Mandalorians taking uh, his Jedi Master down the hallway to the left. No one interacts with the door. 
Nope. You don't see any any sort of interaction there. Um, uh, T3, uh, can, are there records of what's behind that door over there? Well, that's less exciting than I was hoping for. I looked at the other guys. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, he opens it. <laughs> yeah, Dew is getting a little freaked out at this point, so when he's opening it, I draw my weapon and just have it ready. The door opens, um, to a small... 12 by 12 room um, and behind in that room it looks kind of like a uh, just like a small medical center and a door off to the right that is still sealed uh, can I check around the medical would, would anything even be useful in the medical center after a thousand years oh god they still they probably have colto in there yeah, not yeah. yeah so it's, it's, it's like an old form of medicine in there but who steps in and who stays out I'll, I'll step, step in, in. Stay out. You'll stay out. All right, me and Garrick are going. We got to split up to look for clues, gang. Yeah, this is Scooby-Doo to the max. (laughs) (laughs) We even got a talking dog. It's named Garrick. (laughs) I'm more of a Scrappy than a Scooby, but yes. (laughs) Yeah, you ruined the franchise. (laughs) Okay, so Garrick and Cass, you step into this little medical center and... The door behind you closes. Well, that's when I'm going to pull my gun. You pull your gun. I also (laughs) pull my blaster. Um. And kind of like in Jabba's palace door, a little little hole opens up um, next to the door you haven't opened yet on your right. And a small little remote droid kind of flies out and... If you'll allow him, he's just going to scan both of you. I I, I wait for Cass's response to this. <laughs> I think Cass is just going to try to like see what's going on. Right, you're you're the you're in Mandalorian armor. That's why I'm you're not as worried. One, I feel right? like yeah, it scans you, Garrick. Does a little spin and quickly moves on to Cass, and it's scanning his whole body. But then it gets to his helmet, which I think we've established is actually made of Beskar. And it starts to just scan his helmet for about 10 to 15 seconds. And as he scans you, you hear a sort of confirmation beep. And the door to your right opens up, revealing a circular command room. The very center of the room, you see a hollow table. And on the far wall, you see a large computer screen with an old but still complicated looking computer system. And the screen itself is glowing blue. Is the droid out with Duo or is the droid with us? The droid's out with Duo. Damn it. Yeah, I'm going to calm Duo um, and say uh, it looks like Cass's armor is, is getting us deeper. You might want to stay put. But we'll also need some some help here in a second. Can I like, see if the door is locked that closed behind them? Yeah, T3 is also trying to open it up, but it doesn't seem to be budging. Yeah, no, sounds good. We'll stay out here. It's fine. Everything's fine. The uh, T3 unit is going to look up at Udua and say, and he's going to go down to that hallway on your left and just start rolling. No, T3, we have to protect you. Garrick, I've got to go with it. Go with with the droid? Yeah, it, it's already taking off to go find its old master. I, I gotta go. I go to try to open the door. 
<laughs> it's locked. I, li- I was lying to you earlier. Just stay with Cass, and then I <laughs> take off after T3. Uh, I'm going to look at Garrick, and I'm going to go, I guess there's only one way to go, and that's forward. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. And I'm also going to tell Garrick, I'm like, I think there's something about the armor. Perhaps I should lead the way. Absolutely. So then I'm going to go through those doors. Will you go through? And that blue computer panel lights up. Welcome, son of Mandalore. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Son to Mandalorians is like, dude, it's fine. Doesn't matter. Still weird to hear. (laughs) Um, At this point, I don't know what to do because I'm stupid with computers. By my calculations, my system has been in hibernation for over 1,000 years. May I ask the purpose of the reactivation of this installation? Computer, we're looking for something. Do you have record of a Jedi being here? This installation was one of many used to house prisoners of war. This one in particular excelled in its interrogation procedures. Seeing a Mandalorian standing here now... Am I to assume that the crusade against the Jedi Order was successful? Uh, Garrick's gonna give a little cough. <clears throat> the Jedi it's have completed. been eradicated. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. It's completed. They're eradicated. Just as my calculations predicted. May I ask, who is the current Mandalore? Garrick goes wide-eyed. <laughs> No idea. Looks at Cass. I am. <gasps> Yo! <laughs> what the, the only fuck? Mandalore that I could think of at the moment. <laughs> You're the current leader of Mandalore, I guess. That's what I'm, I'm going to tell this computer if- that's been down for thousands of years. And this little bat boy is my foundling. If you want that to succeed, I'm going to need a destiny point, bud. I'll do or that. Or you can, you, you can, can try, have my destiny point. You can try to lie to it. What is your uh, cunning at? Um, three. Yeah, you might just use the destiny point. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use the destiny point. <laughs> yeah. Great. Ben has all four now. <laughs> Good. Well, it's better than being dead, Dua. Seeing how <laughs> someone's a coward. I'm. I'm running into the darkness. I'm not a coward. <laughs> It's been here so long, its programming is probably a little wonky, and decides to believe you. It is an honor to have the reactivation of this installation to be completed by the true leader of Mandalore. Alright, is that it? We're gonna cut to T3 and uh, <laughs> Dua now. Oh. So, Dua, as you're walking away... Um, with the droid. The droid's kind of rolling down this leftmost hallway. And ahead of you, you see a large open warehouse. And to your left is a small hallway that leads to what looks like a maintenance closet. And the T3 unit, wanting to explore everything possible, is going to turn and attempt to open up this door to your left. And you follow him and... Dua, you begin to feel a tingling sensation. A feeling like something is calling you on the other side of this door. 
And you assume it's just the guest using automatic doors. (laughs) (laughs) When you said tingling, I actually heard like the little like motif thing that plays in Back to the Future. (laughs) And as you slowly approach the door, you see T3 is obviously struggling to get it open. And for a destiny point, because I like to think the force and its will is mostly out of anyone's control. You don't even realize you're doing it, but you're stretching your hand out and you touch the door, opening it with the force. The droid looks at you, kind of shocked. I thought you opened it. You you keep trying to pass the buck on your force powers. (laughs) (laughs) That was weird. Dang. Dang wind. Picked up Garrick and threw that whole boy. The droid looks shocked. He removes himself from the panel. But in front of you, you see a stack of bodies, all wearing Mandalorian armor. Like they were taken and shoved into this closet. I do not like the look of this. And reaching out into the force, you can still hear that ringing somewhere deep in the pile. (laughs) Uh, T3 I think I'm going to have to reach into the pile can you watch my back while we're doing this he swivels and looks behind you and do you want to dig through I mean I'm getting a calling so (laughs) yeah let's let's move some bodies respect these bodies it's been thousands of years there's probably just dust inside the armor yeah, the, the the bones are crumbling as you're pushing the the oh these sets God. of armor around and just kind of down in the middle you find a cracked and shattered lightsaber and you pick it up and it kind of just disintegrates in your hand all the pieces falling back down on the ground leaving just a small crystal. Well, I'm definitely pocketing that even though I probably don't know what it does. Teethy rolls whoa, up. Whoa, 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 whoa. What color is it? Yeah, I don't know, Tim. What color is it? Um, <laughs> I mean, I would like yellow or orange. <laughs> cool. Orange crystal. But as the pieces of the lightsaber kind of drop and fall back on the ground, T3 rolls up and scans it. And, and he starts to kind of try and pull the bodies around to look under to see if his master's down there. I help him look. Nothing, just Mandalorians. It looks like the lightsaber was just thrown in. Or one of the Mandalorians had the lightsaber on them when they were thrown into this closet. I'm sorry, T3, but we still haven't searched everywhere yet. We could still find him. I give him a little pat on his weird shoulders that T3s have. (laughs) And give me just one more perception check. (laughs) <laughs> so I wanted to have him watching my back Alright, how difficult <laughs> Three difficulty This is also why I wish I had a skill point in it <laughs> Alright, that's just two threats <laughs> oh, wait, Three threats As you turn to walk back down the hallway One of those remote droids was just At the very end of it watching you and as you turn around and see it, it rushes into the um, warehouse area. 
D3, I think we have to stop that droid. And he's just going to start rolling and bank left to go into the warehouse. Yep, and I'm- we cut back to Cass and Garrick um, a little bit before what just happened. Honorable Mandalore, I am at your service. Now, to answer your question, there were many Jedi imprisoned here during this station's history, but only one remained before my deactivation. Did he leave? Almost as if to impress you, he says, My leader, no one leaves outpost Esh. Garrick is very concerned by the no one leaves comment. Yeah, that's so fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) He had something on him that I'm interested in. All prisoners are stripped of personal effects before detainment. I'm sure one of the Mandalorians working at the time had secured any items in the warehouse. But then again, the former Mandalorians who inhabited this station were all traitors to Mandalore and were eliminated before they could leave the installation. Oh, God. Computer, can I have the holocron the Jedi had? I must ask you to hold for a moment. And a few seconds go by, and on the computer screen, video footage of Dua using the Force to open this door pops up on the screen. It seems you have unknowingly brought a Jedi onto my installation. He's not a Jedi. His use of the Force says otherwise. The Jedi... (laughs) Garrick interrupts. (laughs) (laughs) We're eradicated. We... No one can destroy the Force. This one works for the Mandalore. Give me a uh, deception check. It's true. Dua works for him. (laughs) (laughs) Dua would disagree with you, Colin. Dua will be dead if he does. (laughs) Y'all, I I fucked us (laughs) right now. How hard? Two challenge die and a difficulty die. So two reds and a purple. Well, thank God you used that destiny point before, otherwise this would have gone off the rails much faster. (laughs) (laughs) For the record, Garrett, I think does assume Jedi are gone. Oh. Hey, guys. Did you kill us? One failure, one advantage. At least there wasn't a despair. Yeah. Well... The advantage will help you here. Um, The AI pauses for a moment. I think I understand. It seems even the Mandalore is susceptible to the effects of the Jedi's mind trick and has used you to infiltrate this base. Now, if you will excuse me, I will inhabit the Basilisk Wardroid and eliminate the threat. You piece of shit! I'm going to have to fight the thing that Mandalorian's fucking hot-dropped planets with. (laughs) We cut back to Dua. You rush into the warehouse, following the remote. As soon as you and T3 enter the warehouse, the door behind you closes and locks. And the remote that you were following goes into a small slot in the wall, and you hear something powering on, followed by loud, 
heavy footsteps. And on the wall to the left, you see a door slide open, followed by a large metal hand with long, sharp claws take its first step out of the room. And then the head peers around the corner and looks at the two of you. And this is the Basilisk Wardroid. It's on all fours. It has sort of the same build as a large grizzly bear. Long claws on its front and hind legs. And its face is just a collection of machine gun barrels. And on its shoulders are a series of missile pods and sort of winged gliding systems coming out of its sides. And just for a little history on what these droids were used for, the Mandalorians would ride them into battle as they would attack planets, flying through the sky, landing in cities, and just capable of causing mass destruction. And that's what you're looking at. And it's looking right back at you, Dua. I turn and yell at T3, run! (laughs) Thank you all for listening. If you like what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for updates on Highly Suspect and Bad Form. In case you weren't aware... We actually have a second series up on our website called Plausible Deniability. It's another Star Wars actual play ran by Tim Kamey and set in the Age of Rebellion era. So please feel free to go check that out. Our theme song is Far Apart by Airglow and all of our background music was created by Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. Edge of the Empire is owned by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Until next time, may the Force be with you.